Merry Christmas from Moments with Moni. Here today is part two of five-minute Christmas collaborations from those at the Christian Podcasters Association. I didn't have enough room to share them all yesterday. So without further ado, here is part two. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild sleep in heavenly peace sleep in heavenly peace ho 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 merry christmas and feliz navidad altered stories show listeners This is Michelle Saunders-Gedge, CEO and founder of Altered Stories Ministry and your chief storyteller of the Altered Stories Show. My friends, as we are now in the Christmas season, I'm joining the fun and participating in the Christian Podcasters Association episode exchange. This is where podcasters can exchange their podcasts with others to be shared with their listeners during this busy season. Look for some of these inspiring mini-episode Christian podcasts on my Christmas podcast release to be coming soon. And as some of you may know, I am passionate about sharing God's stories. And today, I am delighted to share the best God story of all the story of Christmas from the Bible. I have also invited several in our Altered Stories family to join me in sharing this miracle story of the birth of Jesus from scriptures. Now, help me set the stage for this miracle story by closing your eyes and visualizing yourself somewhere back in the Bible days. Hundreds and thousands of years before Jesus was born, there were prophecies about his first coming. Isaiah 7, 14. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. Now, Let's hear more about Jesus' birth from the book of Matthew from Sandy Williams, our Altered Stories Ministry Board VP and host of Meemaw Moments. Hi, y'all. This is Sandy speaking to you today from Texas, and I'm going to be reading from Matthew. We're in Matthew 1, 18 through 25. Christ, born of Mary. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man 
and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary to your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And he called his name Jesus. And now we will hear more of this story in the book of Luke from our Altered Stories Ministry Board Secretary, Brenda Curls. I'm going to read Luke, second chapter, 9 through 14. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Pray to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. From the NIV version. To continue our story from the book of Luke, let's hear from our social media volunteer and former podcast guest, Tasha Callahan. Luke 1, 30 through 35 out of the NIV. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Now for another prophecy of the birth of Jesus. Let's hear about his coming in the book of Isaiah from our volunteer blogger, former podcast guest, and host of her own podcast, Teresa Blaze. This is Teresa, and I'm going to be reading Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called... Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and, and the glory of his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, 
The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. And to end our miracle story from the Bible, Lynn Clark, our monthly ministry donor and beauty counter director, will share from the book of Matthew. I'll be reading from Matthew um, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is this newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, and everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading prophets and teachers and religious laws and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem, Judea, they said, for this is what the prophets wrote. And you, O Bethlehem and the land of Judea, are not least among the ruling cities of Judea, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went their way, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. They went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. And this, my friends, ends the story from God's Word of Christmas, where Jesus is at the heart. I pray that each of you have been blessed by what we've shared today. May God bless you and your families in a special way this Christmas as you celebrate the reason for the season, the birth of Jesus Christ. Radiant beams from thy holy face With the dawn of redeeming grace Jesus, Lord, at thy birth Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Hey everyone, this is Shar from the Shar Candid Podcast, and welcome to our bonus episodes, seasonal episodes, and special holiday episodes. Well, 2020 wasn't exactly what we planned, I know, but I hope you would allow me to have you and I look at the brighter side of this year. You know, take a closer look at the things that we might have taken for granted, like friends, family, strength, opportunities, another day. And you know, if we can take a look at these things, 
we would soon see that we have so much to be thankful for. So sit back, relax, and I hope that you would allow these episodes to remind you that the latter end of this year can still finish strong. I want these to inspire you to inspire someone else. You game? <laughs> okay. So sit back, relax, and let's jump into the episode that is just about to get started. Hey everyone. Okay, so we're here at the end of the year 2020 and Christmas is right around the corner. Can you believe this? Like literally around the corner with New Year's on its heels. So I've got a few questions I want to ask you. These are questions I've been asking myself, so don't worry, I'm in the boat with you. So if we had 2020 to do all over again, knowing what we know now, what would we have done differently? You know, 2020, if there was something we could change, would we have said something differently? What would we have maybe believed? What would we have let go of, perhaps? And maybe what would we have fought a little bit harder to hold on to? If we had 2020 to do all over again, I'm talking January all the way to now, what fights? would you and I maybe have recognized were not even ours to begin with? What victory and inheritances would we have already recognized were ours already? What moments would we have cherished just a little bit more? What heartaches and possibly even grudges would we have released a lot quicker? What hope would we have gained and and what fears would we have utterly rejected if we had it to do again? I'm asking you, do you know? Don't worry. (laughs) If it's got you stumped, don't knock yourself because we're not made to know and relive this year. And some of you are like, thank God for that. Because can I tell you, hindsight is not 2020. I know, no pun intended. Because as believers, you and I, we're called to live by faith. Faith is now. Faith is not a formula. It is a substance. We may not always know what the future holds for us. And, you know, we may not even also know what our pending future in our surrounding communities and nations, what that holds. But that's okay. We don't need to know that. We do know this. The word of God is true. It is the final authority in our lives and and honestly, it is what we live and hold the standards of our lives by through the help of His Holy Spirit, who is our friend, our counselor, our comforter, our guide, and our standby. We don't need to know what the future holds. We know the one who holds our future. I need us to hold on to that as we come to the close of this year. Let us be thankful for this unprecedented year, yes, that we had, but let's see it, that it set us up and prepared us for 2021, to prepare us to have a full assurance of victory that overcomes every challenge in this world, and that's because of our faith. I'll tell you, faith is not blind. Faith is a force. And it's a force to be reckoned with that lives and resides on the inside of us. Amen. This was a launch pad year. I like to say this as I say it to myself. This was a launch pad year. Yes, 2020, not a setback year, 
but a set up year. A year that acted as a springboard, if you will, for us to be projected to newer heights, to deeper depths, to greater dimensions in our Lord Jesus Christ. You made it. Look around. Congratulations. <laughs> but can I tell you, you had a little bit of help. And that was from Holy Spirit, from our Father God, because He loves us so much. And that's what the season is all about. Loving you, loving me, loving the world. And so, from my family to yours, would you allow me to wish you the most happiest and merriest of Christmases and a blessed, abundant, and prosperous Happy New Year. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in today, everyone, for today's episode. We hope that it was a source of encouragement, slight inspiration, maybe. Somehow we kind of have a hunch deep down. It was just a hunch. (laughs) But anyway, on a serious tip, we do want to let you know that your thoughts mean the world to us. Would you consider, honestly, giving us a rating, a review, perhaps even sharing this episode with someone that you think could be inspired by it? And if not, no pressure, that's okay. We do at least want to thank you for taking the time to connect with us again today. Well, we want to remind you that the Shark Handed Podcast can be found anywhere that major podcasts are found, like Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, and more. And for the visual people out there, just a reminder that you can always check us out on the YouTube channel under Charmaine Cooper and just check out for the Shark Handed Podcast episodes. All right, so that's it for now. We want to wish you an amazing remainder of your day, no matter where you are in your day, and reminding you that the rest of this year, 2020, can still finish off strong. God bless you, and we'll connect with you next time. Are you ready to hear great stories from the Bible with a nice dose of lighthearted humor? It's time for The Bible, But Funnier, with your host, Jake Doberin. Today's story is taken from Matthew chapter 2. Jesus had been born in the rinky-dinky town of Bethlehem. Far from the manger where the baby Jesus laid, King Herod sat in an ornate palace in Jerusalem. Herod managed the land, but he really answered to Caesar. Yet, he made his subjects call him king because he thought he was all that and a bag of chips. Word of Jesus' birth came through wise men, magi, from the east when they came to Jerusalem. They came by celestial GPS, a bright shining star that zipped and zapped through the night sky. They asked the king, Hey, where's that baby born the king of the Jews? Got any deets on that? We saw a star and have come to worship him. Herod replied, Uh, what now? Herod was a textbook evil king. He didn't like competition. He gathered together the priests and the teacher of the law. They told him that, well, according to the prophecies, you can expect the Messiah to be born in Bethlehem. Yeah, Herod was not going to have any of that, if he had anything to say about it. 
So he called the Magi back to him secretly. Herod chose his words carefully. Yeah, wise guys, uh, I heard this baby king is in Bethlehem. Go in and search for the child now. And when you find him, report the location back to me so I can, uh, you know, go and worship him too. Little baby kings, I just love them. Yeah, he uh, wasn't very convincing. The Magi continued on their way, following the star. After a slight detour, when they accidentally were led to a fast food joint with a neon star on top, they eventually located Jesus' current crash pad. The wise men approached the home, hearing a baby cry. It was anything but a silent night. They came in and saw the child was there with his mother, Mary. They looked around. It wasn't quite where they expected a future king to be born. They had just come from a palace. And this was not a palace. But they bowed down anyway, down onto the dirt, worshipping the baby. The Magi humbly gifted Jesus with gold, myrrh, and Frankenstein, fra frankincense. Mary was smart and immediately put the gifts into Jesus' college fund. She was a savvy saver. The Magi took turns holding baby Jesus. Balthazar was honored to have Jesus spit up on him. The Magi didn't return to King Herod. A dream revealed that the baby they met would have more authority than the king currently on the throne. An angel appeared in a dream to Joseph, wife of Mary. He was told to take the mother and child to Egypt since Herod was on the hunt for the baby king. Upon realizing that the Magi had ditched him, Herod was furious to the max. So furious that he gave orders to kill all the boys under two years old in the whole area around Bethlehem. Definitely an evil king. But Herod eventually died. He wanted to be large and in charge, but no matter how much earthly power he had, his power could never match that of baby Jesus. True power doesn't come from the throne you sit on. It comes from God. And Jesus, the Messiah, Son of God, part human, part God, has all the power. When that baby grew up, the world would be changed. The life, death, and resurrection of Jesus ripples through time and space. Herod ruled 30-some-odd years in a small province of the Roman Empire. Jesus rules forever over the whole universe. It's only logical to choose Jesus. Thanks for listening to this mini-episode. You can find The Bible, but funnier, on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Visit us online at theophanymedia.com slash Bible dash but dash funnier. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to the hymn belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me no. Children, all the children of the world.
Red, yellow, black, and white, they're special in the sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Look at the line! Until we meet each other, here, there, or in the air, Frohe Weihnachten, Feliz Navidad, and Merry Christmas.